This episode of Everything is Temporary is brought to you by Say Word. Say Word is a local streetwear apparel company by our friend Benny. Say Word is offering you 15% off your next purchase if you just mention this podcast. Just mention Everything is Temporary and he'll give you 15% off your next purchase. If you're looking for anything from t-shirts, beanies, hoodies, and sweatshirts, he's got you hooked up. Also, if you're into collectibles, 90s collectibles, 2000 collectibles, pop vinyls, pins, anything like that, he's also your go-to guy. So just look up Say Word on Facebook and Instagram, S-A-Y-W-E-R-D. everyone welcome back to everything is temporary this is episode number six uh so thanks for joining us again hopefully you guys are enjoying our new format from uh kind of the off the cuff podcast we started with Mm -hmm. uh first the polite asshole and then the name change to keeping it crassy (laughs) i think we kind of found our yeah name i feel like it's sometimes misleading but it's listed under comedy so right you gotta kind of be like oh yeah Uh, and it's listed under like husband and wife comedy explicit (laughs) like i do like when you uh when you look up our podcast mm -hmm. when you get everything is the first one that pops up is trash (laughs) everything (laughs) is trash uh so i thought that was pretty cool um Man, this is this has been weird not drinking. <laughs> yeah, you've been taking a little break from your I had a sip of tequila today at work and instantly felt like I was gonna vomit. Your birthday ruined me. Let me just talk about that for yeah. a minute. <laughs> My birthday ruined me. What the fuck? Yeah. We were both pretty sick. I don't know what happened. All I gotta say is be careful when you are out drinking at bars. <laughs> just watch your drinks. Uh, be mindful as as long as you're not alone. Like, don't allow okay. men to bring you drinks. Yeah, that's sketch. Is that what happened? Well, to your friend. Yeah, I don't know. she got purchased a drink. I think honestly, my stomach just can't handle partying as much as it used to. I also didn't eat anything greasy. I learned that like grease. I don't eat greasy foods enough. To, like, drink enough. I don't... I mean, I guess I do, like, bar food. But... but yeah, you eat and cheese in general, like... Dude, if a place... If a bar has good, like, cheese curds or, like, yeah. mozzarella sticks... Or even <laughs> just... Just, that's just a, like, anything. You're like, just happy there. <laughs> I like shitty bar food. Yeah. Like... I could see that. It's a lot harder for me. So, um, I wanted to start off. I've mentioned this to you briefly, just so you kind of. Oh familiar. yeah, I meant to look this up to actually uh, see the Momo challenge. Yeah, I want to like um, physically see what this is. So I think I saved the article, um, but basically, what I did is I came across. I'm always browsing like Reddit, Facebook, like obscure things, and. I came across, of course, my internet isn't loading. I I came across this article 
And of course it was from Fox, so I immediately was like, I'm gonna go try and find a different news source, because I'm sorry if you're a Fox News supporter. I'm not saying that what they put out is bullshit, but I'm saying I don't use them as a very credible source for news very often. But there's something on the internet now called the Momo Challenge. And I feel like a lot of these things that Gen Z kids fall victim to are always listed as a challenge. <laughs> like, are Gen Z kids like that fucking insecure with themselves? What's Momo though? I don't know what it is, oh. but the uh, basically it's something that was found on Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp, which are both messaging services, and it is basically a challenge for the kids to like do things that harm themselves or others and if they don't they have to like commit suicide or that's like part of like the so rules kind of like some saw shit where you either hurt yourself very badly or you commit suicide it's more so like an episode of a show that i watched that got canceled called wisdom of the crowd where basically the synopsis of the story is is that Jeremy Piven's character developed this social media or this social network of like ways to solve crime through like crowdsourcing like posting a topic or posting a picture like have you seen this person and then everyone comments like oh I know who that is basically what Alexa does now <laughs> yeah pretty much um so they reminded me of a specific episode where do you think that's where they got it from probably I mean maybe but it was very it's pretty much the same thing there's an episode where kids are finding these qr codes which are those like scrambled barcodes that you your cameras on your phones can detect and scan like if you pulled up your iphone the camera could detect it and this they would receive a text message basically it's someone communicating with them both in this momo challenge and in the show someone saying like do this do this do this and it always came down to like in the show it was them appeasing the the challenger that was telling them to do all these things and most of it was like it ended in them committing suicide which is how this sounds too so it's completely not like coincidental that it might have been from that show i don't know how many people actually watched that show because how got many canceled. people have died from it i didn't that i was trying to pull it up on yeah. my phone but uh, I think it was still in the single digits, which is good. Um, but basically what I wanted to like talk about this is make sure that you have parental guides on your... If you're going to give your kids smartphones and tablets, like you need to either be checking that shit daily, even though kids can delete stuff and smart kids will... But, like, you have to be, like, all phones come with ways to limit things and, like, not be able to, per don't let your kids purchase WhatsApp, Musical.ly, TikTok, like, mm -hmm. stop letting your kids, like, download Fucking these TikTok. apps. Like, I just, <laughs> or if you want to, like, monitor who your kids are talking to, honestly, if your kid isn't at least, like, I didn't have, even have a cell phone, let alone a smartphone, because smartphones weren't really a thing until right? I was almost out of high school. <laughs> But I honestly, I don't think that parents realize how much power these iPhones and these Android phones have in your pocket. Mm -hmm. These phones are more powerful than the laptop that I have. You know what I mean? That's like how this, this how out of hand like technology is getting. And I'm all for 
letting your kids have tablets. Like, your niece and nephew have tablets. Everyone has tablets. But, I mean... Nobody fucking uses tablets anymore. But, like, even letting your kid have an iPhone, I feel like you... If you're going to trust your kid with that, they need to continue to earn your trust while using it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You can contact Apple, and they can tell you every app that has been yeah. downloaded. Like, your phone carrier can look up text messages. I feel like there's messages. probably a way to even visually see what they're doing now. There's probably an app for that. You watch too much Black Mirror. I do. Um, there, I know there's, like, GPS Well, you can do phone. that on a computer. Like, Dave and Marla do that all the time. They can actually control our computer from wherever they are. Yeah, that's... So, like, you have to be able to do it from, like, a phone. Like, I'm on sure. a phone, too. Bottom line, basically, like, with me, I guess, I guess I don't have kids, so I'm a little biased to, like, stop letting your kids do whatever they want, because... No, that's pretty, like... Well, even, I even see this shit at work sometimes, and this is, like, slightly off topic, but, like, kids, kids that play with their parents' phones, right? Yeah. They're like, you're not gonna play with my phone unless you're being good, but then you also see that same family, or mom and kid... Be like, oh, the kid's crying. They're like, here, play with my fucking phone. Mm -hmm. Like, so basically, I I feel like a lot of parents, and if you're a mother, if you're a father, like, stop caving into your kids just because they cry. Teach them not to be a fucking bitch. Like, they can't get what they fucking want. And that's why we live in a fucking age of entitlement. Because of parents that weren't fucking raised that with, like, that you have to work for what you have. And that you don't get shit for fucking crying about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know if you that s- goes for your dogs as well. <laughs> but my but dogs, it's the same thing. My dogs don't have fucking cell phones mm-hmm. and shit. I'm just like, saying, like we don't give into our dogs. Like we ignore. It's easier to ignore a dog than a baby. Obviously, it's okay to take things away from yeah. people. Yeah. Like you, you explain to them that you took it away from them because they're acting that way. You don't cave into right. like, oh, they're crying here. Just take the thing that you're crying about. You know, that doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Um, WhatsApp is what they use on, like, what catfish people use, right? Yes. Like, third, it literally generates... If your kids are using a third-party yeah, app, sketch. like, chat, like, service, something is... Unless it's Discord. Discord is if your kids what play video that? games. Oh. It's for to meet people that want to play video games together. That's why yeah. I was sketched out when you told me that. I was like, who... Who are these gamer chicks you trying to meet on this? Dude, that shit is spam (laughs) on PS4. Because you get that spam every time you log into yours. Your shit messages you like, oh, you got these weird fucking messages. Oh, yeah, because I'm never on. And I always get, like, random messages from people that I haven't played with. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was nice playing with you, winky face. Like, here's my number. Text me when you're offline. And I'm like, who the (laughs) fuck are you? So, like... Honestly, if your kids are using you, if your kids are using third party apps to talk to people, they're probably up to no good because that's the type of people that need to use third party yeah. apps. Is people that don't want their shit. That's tracked. how I heard about it. I was like, this sounds really familiar, and then I realized it's from Catfish. Yeah, like they use WhatsApp. There was a couple other. Yeah, like, that's like a really popular one. Tell right your now. kids to get their friends' phone numbers and text them. They don't charge for fucking text messages anymore. That right. shit's free. Like, dude, no I remember when that shit text, was not dude. free. Ten cents a text, dude. That shit's expensive. Could you imagine paying that now? I'd be broke as fuck texting everyone. 
I would not communicate. I still remember when there was limits on mo- your month, your texts oh, were like yeah. your data. You had like a yeah. thousand texts. To... Oh my god, we're old. Dude, I'm telling you, <gasps> I. It's so weird. And I feel like I have such a like weird connection with technology because I am from the point of. I grew up with tech. I grew up with no technology, and then suddenly we had ex- access to everything. Yeah. So I remember both. I, I did too. I remember both pre-internet and like now post-internet, and I remember the evolution of what internet. Like, <laughs> like if you wanted to find something out and you were out with your friends, you had to like write it down and wait till you got home and to look like it up look on it the computer. up. Which Google, you had to go to a computer. Exactly, or like. There were a lot of, um, they weren't all gamer cafes, but there was like, they called them cafes, but it was mm-hmm. all computers. Yeah. And that shit doesn't exist anymore, no. obviously. Um, but I remember them, that being that, but now it's like, if me and you are out on a you date ask and Alexa. yeah, ask Alexa or ask Siri or just fucking Google it on your phone. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. You can just literally look something <laughs> up and bam, it, you have an answer. I think I want to start printing out my Google search history like every year and just just to do that. I don't feel like <laughs> I Google things that are like... I Google really random shit. I don't even want to know. I want to know. Like how long it takes nails to grow because you're always concerned about like, no, nail that's, growth. <laughs> no. I Googled vagina flowers at work one time. Uh, someone at work? <laughs> no, so we have blue... I had to warn them that I did that. <laughs> so we have blueberry waffles in the frozen department, and someone wrote blue waffle temporarily out of stock, and my <laughs> smart ass, I, like, put an arrow, and I was like, Google it. <laughs> and, like, someone the next day wrote, ew, <laughs> I don't know if you yourself have ever Googled blue Wait. waffle... It's a fake venereal disease. So yeah. if you Google blue waffle, the first image is probably going to be a real waffle dyed blue. Have you ever Googled blue. pink sock? Yeah, it's when your butthole gets pulled out. Yeah. <laughs> is that bad that I like knew that? Yeah, kind of. I've. How I've, do I know that? My friends have. I Googled think Ryan told before. me that. <laughs> Ryan told me. Has that. that happened to him? Maybe. I'm sure he's seen it. Something. Um, you're covering the microphone. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to talk about. You have a list full of things there. Yeah, but we've already like talked about the stuff. Well, don't, then I'm just gonna don't talk tell about. Tell people I have a list of things. I mean, whatever. Dude. <laughs> uh, how about we talk about the Twitch streamer that beat his wife while his stream was live? Uh, so, Mr. He knew it was live, too. Yeah, but, like, in the heat of anger, like, do you really care at that? Like, you kind of, dude, I don't know if you've ever been, you remember Tom Segura when you get that, that, (laughs) just that, that anger? I've seen these kids, like, freak out over video games, You white out, dude. Like, everything other than what you're focused on, like, you don't care that that stream is live. And I'm not justifying beating anyone up. I don't want that, but, uh, so if any of you follow Mr. Deadmoth on Twitch, you should probably unfollow him because he beats the shit out of his pregnant wife. Oh, um, she was pregnant? Yes. Uh, so basically, uh, um, there are some people that are de- defending him, and I don't want to say I understand it, but I want to say, as a man, if you push my buttons enough, 
I'm going to snap. Personally, I know that even no matter how much I want to snap, I'm never raising my fist to you. Not to a pregnant person. Everyone is different. Rage is boiled up. She was throwing shit at him. And like, I get it. He was, he's a video game streamer. He probably plays video games at least 12 to 15 hours a day. I'm sure he doesn't do shit around the house. You know, she probably puts up with a lot. And she probably literally wanted him to take out the garbage. You know, and something like that. And she fucking snaps. And she, so she's like, like, get out here, get out here. And you hear, like, things get thrown. And you see a box kind of get thrown at him. And then you, all of a sudden, you hear him, like, he throws his headset down. And you hear him, like, stop fucking throwing stuff at me. And then you hear a, and she's like, you fucking hit me blah. like i can't like is it on video or is it was it off like off audio. it was just audio but like the video is still okay. running so you could like you could see like shadows a little bit but did he I just, get arrested i don't i didn't look into it that much i i don't know if probably this is not. out there then he probably did yeah only if she pressed charges like yeah. Shit doesn't matter. Women don't want to press charges against people they love because you guys are fucking retarded. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I used the R word. Don't. Uh, yeah, don't use that word. R-worded, R-worded. R-worded. Thank um, you. So, what I got from this is, and I'm not justifying woman beating or anything, but like I said, ladies, stop pushing guys' buttons and they won't rage out on you. Yeah, they ask for that shit sometimes. So, you're as a woman agreeing. Hell yeah. Like, I would expect you to get mad at me if I... If I was a man, I'd feel the same way. I feel the same way now. I mean, you guys want equal rights anyways, so if you want to Exactly. You want to talk shit... You want to physically harm someone else, you better be ready to be physically harmed yourself. I already told you, if you started close fist swinging on me, like, I'm fucking at least doing something to defend myself. You would just throw my little ass, like... Yeah, you wouldn't land a punch on me, if I'm being honest. You're too tall. I would go for the nuts, if anything, because I'm well, closer to thanks that. Thanks for the heads up. I'll know yeah. when I piss you off to turn around. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's just stop doing dumb shit when you know you're getting recorded. Seriously. That's the problem. That's the whole problem. Back to the internet. That's the whole problem is like, could you imagine the shit that people would have got caught with in like the 50s, 60s, 70s, oh and 80s? Oh my God. Even in the 90s. Yeah. Like literally, I can be like... What do I hear? All right, so let's see. My phone's off. Something's happening. I have my phone ready to take a video. Like, that took and like three seconds. Second. Three, to, <laughs> three to four seconds max. I have my phone out ready just to take a video. Just act as if you're always being watched and listened to. You know, like, just be very aware of what you do. You should be doing that anyways if you have a conscience. Like, you should think that way anyways. I agree. You should... I try to, like, think that most people are good. You shouldn't need a camera to be your conscience for you. Exactly. But you should just pretend like that is happening because it usually is most of the time. Yeah, which kind of, I mean, more of this Twitter shit is happening and that's really pissing me off. Yeah, you really wanted to talk about this. I talked about it with G on the interview, but, like... So... Why don't we... In particular, I want to talk about this certain incident, because now Kevin Hart, like, dropped down oh, from I heard posting. About this. Yeah, cause... Because he got called out for homophobic tweets that he posted nine years ago. They weren't even homophobic tweets. They I were know. jokes. I know. And, like, 
this is what's pissing me off is that all these people are targeting comedians because it, you want to know i thought rants. about this today i thought then it's it's i'm glad that you brought it up you know why that they're focusing so much on comedians because they're an easy target because yeah. they already say offensive oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely. sorry. If you are offended, comedy just isn't for you then. Yeah. Stop following these people. Stop, like, <laughs> getting offended by what they say. Comedians are going to offend you. Yeah. Unless you're listening to Dimitri Martin, who is one of the <laughs> cleanest. He's yeah. hilarious. Exactly. He's That's fucking the type hilarious. Of shit you need to listen to them. You need to listen to that fucking family friendly Jeff Dunham ventriloquist fucking humor. Even him. He's offensive. His yeah. his fucking purple puppet is retarded. <laughs> like I don't know. I've never watched it. Peanut. But basically, after the Kevin Hart incident, Nick Cannon called out like Amy Schumer and like Lena Dunham, Dunham, and like all these female white comedians who have said homophobic. No, I did. As they're well. all coming after fucking men. And yeah, that was kind of like his statement. And he didn't, like, at first, I'm like, Nick Cannon's just doing this just to be in the fucking public eye. Who gives which a he... fuck what Nick Cannon Exactly. <laughs> but he has a point, you know? Like, know. all yeah, of yeah. these white females are being, have been saying offensive shit, and nobody comes at them. Like, they're still hosting stuff. No, people have been coming at Amy Schumer and Lena Dunham and all of these comedians, well, too. Amy Schumer should just give up comedy because she just and, steals people's shit anyways. But yeah, that's, once a, that's you, another story. Yeah, if you steal material as a comedian, especially, like, your career should be over. I like, mean, I lost it, respect it, for it you. It should be because that would so happen to Carlos Mencia. Carlos Mencia. Carlos Mencia wasn't good to start with. That's why he needed to steal people's books. <laughs> like... Amy Schumer is a good actress. I don't like her stand-up. I can't really call her an actress because she's just being a comedian in her movies anyway, but... I just think, like I said, that comedians are an easy target because most of them say things that are offensive in one way or another. But a taste... Like like I was telling you in the car the other day, I was saying, like, I don't mind a rape joke. And I might get... If someone listens to this, they're going (laughs) to... I don't mind a rape joke. I, I don't, don't mind a good rape as joke. As long as your whole set isn't rape jokes or isn't b- dead baby jokes or, like, whatever, you yeah. know? Or all racist jokes. You know, like, it gets old. Like, you have to switch it up and be creative with your your offensive lines, I guess. You want to hear a bad dead baby joke? Sure. What's the difference between sand and a dead baby? What? I don't eat sand. That's stupid. That's how dead baby jokes, they're supposed to be like really like deadpan. I read something on Reddit today. No, you didn't give up on Reddit yet? No, I like, I like looking at memes and I... You stopped posting on Reddit because you get yelled at. Stopped posting because I didn't know how I was supposed to post (laughs) and people attacked me. But anyways, I saw this meme and it said, most of the hands you shake have held penises. Hmm? And it makes me not ever want to shake hands again. Because you think about it, my hands have touched my own penis. Like, your hands have touched mine. Most females. Most females. It's just weird. Transgender women. It's just weird to think about. Everyone is Just assume that you're touching I would say at least 90% of the hands you touch. Maybe even more. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, you wash your hands you gotta, at some point. You gotta hopefully. think nuns. Nuns may have never. So, how much of the population of the world is nuns? Yeah. Are we talking world population? I didn't have a percentage. It just said most people in general. I would say that would be yeah. world, world population. It was very then. vague, so I agreed with it. I have but, no, like, no counterpoints to that at all. <laughs> That's so true. Like, and then most hands, like, you're touching doorknobs. Does that explain why, like, subconsciously I fucking hate shaking hands with people? Yeah, see, that's what I, like, came to, too, because I hate shaking hands, too. Like, I'd rather give someone a hug I, than I Dude, for real, I would rather give someone a yeah. hug because there's no way to, like, incorrectly hug someone. I never know there if is. someone's, like, coming in for the fist There's bump. Well, definitely yeah, a way to increase. A man to a woman, like, two men hugging each other. What a, I might grab your ass, but, like, I'm pretty sure I've known you for a while. If you're a man and I grab your butt. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, like, you're talking... I know you're talking about, like, men that hug too low or, like... No, I'm just an awkward person, so, like... I don't know how to, like, move my arm sometimes. Just go low or go high, or yeah. you go diagonally, like, and let the I'm other I'm a diagonal hugger. Out. How about you just don't touch me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just say hi. Just fist wave. Bump. Fist bump. Yeah, that's safe. I-, I go for the fist bump, always. That's safe. Safe. It's a safe bet, because someone sees the fist. <laughs> Start doing that in interviews Someone sees now. the fist, the worst they're going to do is do, like, the top and bottom dap, or they're going to just fist bump you. I, le- I want to throw they people dap? off, that- too. Totally. I want to throw people off, too, like, in a professional setting at work or something. And they go in for a handshake and not like, no, dude. <laughs> Bump it. My favorite thing, though, I will say I is, like, seeing, like, little kids. And I'll be like, fist bump. And they'll be like, bang. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Kids I was like, it. you want some stickers, motherfucker? I know you do. <laughs> like, I wish I could really act like my true self at work sometimes. But... <laughs> Like, yeah, me too. Thanks, I motherfucker. Get, I appreciate it. <laughs> I would get fired in a heartbeat. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, like not only do I hate shaking hands, but this I'm kind of veering off, but it's fine. I hate being handed things that I have no problem grabbing myself. Like when people are tr- like, I don't know if you guys shop at oh, Trader Joe's, yeah. but like you pull the cart up to the cashier side and they unload it for you. Stop trying to hand me shit out of your fucking cart. Like, I don't need your help. Just let me grab it. Like, people are like, oh, I didn't think you could reach it. You like, do, what do you think yeah. I am? A fucking T-Rex? I like, don't have arms? <laughs> That's even know. out of the grocery store situation. Just anyone that does that. I hate being handed things in general, to be honest with Unless you. Unless like, I ask for it, you know? like. Yeah. Or if it's a pipe. You can hand me the pipe. Yeah, I guess. That's fine, because that benefits me. You handing me your groceries gives me no benefit other than you're grabbing the shit that I don't want to grab yet. Like they, like I am a, and I honestly think my coworkers hate bagging for me because <laughs> I, I'm one of the few people that I bag your groceries as I go because I grab your groceries out of the cart yeah. as I want you're to bag them. You're a proactive cashier. This is my defense when people are like, oh, well, I don't, like either way. I, like they're like oh they gotta like it's slower you're slower when you bag as you go and I'm like I'm not that much slower and look at it this way either way you're gonna stare at me bagging your shit and wait now <laughs> or when we're all done and you're paid you're still staring at me paying for your fucking groceries at least if I bag as I go it may take a second or two longer per like item or whatever to open up a bag yeah but would you rather me do that and you just pay and you leave or you have to watch me bag the mound of fucking groceries I just bagged up. 
Or you could just stop being shitty customers and bag your own fucking groceries. Uh, PSA, my opinions do not reflect Trader Joe's views at all. I'm just telling <laughs> you how to throw that out. I'm there. just telling you how to be a better customer. Yeah. So I'm not trying to. I'm not. I saying always you, want to know how to be a better customer. You know. So people that shop at Trader Joe's don't. Yeah. Can I say something that's a little racial? And I, I told you this earlier. I'm not being racist. But racial. It's being racial. Jewish people are rude as fuck. Yeah. Why do you get so many Jews? It's the neighborhood. That like oh. that the Glendale is a huge Jewish community. And there's like a Jewish community center out there, like all that shit. Yeah. I love like honestly, for every asshole Jewish person, there's another great Jewish person that comes to Is through. that racial? Isn't that like more of a a Ooh. religion? But why? Why are you so why it doesn't matter anymore. Why are you why are Jewish people assholes? <laughs> You motherfuckers, if it wasn't for America, you'd be speaking fucking German, so get your shit straight. Sorry, that was bad. <laughs> I don't fucking care. That yeah. A, I don't know, dude. It's just like, <laughs> dealing with customers on a daily basis becomes a very daunting task. Yep. Especially around the holidays. And I feel like the break that we have after the holidays is what like resets your brain mentally to just deal with shit normally again. Because people are so entitled. Like, dude, some lady came in today and she's like, I can't believe you're out of the candy cane JoJo's. And I'm like, it's a week before Christmas. Like, you don't think shit runs out? <laughs> like, we don't have, we don't want a surplus of things to have to try and, because we don't have sales. So we don't mark stuff down, you know? This is just a Trader Joe's rant now. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> it's just turned into that. <laughs> I'm sorry. No more Trader Joe's rants. <laughs> I'm still in my work clothes. Was... <laughs> Get out of work mode. No, I was just, it was a very irritating day on register. Like, let's, like there's days where, like, it's fine. Hey, this guy at work felt fucking privileged and kept getting up on stage to physically ask the artist questions. And I'm like, dude, get your ass off stage. Entitled. Like, That's entitlement. There's, I guess he wasn't white, so he definitely wasn't privileged. <laughs> white people aren't the only ones that get privileged. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, oh, I was, I'm going to spit this here and see maybe we get some responses. Uh, I am thinking about doing a little stand up, maybe checking out an open mic. I definitely want to go with a little bit, something prepared or memorized. And I was wondering what you guys would think of is a comedy bit of the times that I got away with certain things with the police clearly and blatantly because I was white. Had I been black or colored in any of those who... I take that back. I don't want to use the word colored. That sounds so bad. <laughs> a person of color. Yeah. That the situation would have been completely different. Obviously, taking, like, funny spins on it. Yeah. Uh, I think of cunts. Never mind. Yeah, C-word is cunt. Or cancer. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, let's kind of segue this in because you had mentioned the, the Twitter things and you had asked G about this in your interview so she doesn't fuck with Twitter for that exact reason, and I love that she says well, she agrees with me where Twitter is for people who want shock value because you just instantly post something. It was only 180 characters for a while too, and it's and, 240 now. Oh, is it? Which still okay. isn't enough to really. I did like that they started a thread so you can have a post, yeah, and then it can continue into a thread. Yeah, I did see that. And so there's no reason now for people to um 
I dude. Okay, I, I know. know I know what you're trying to say. This. I know. No, I know exactly how to like misportray themselves is that a word 2000 all these but, tweets that people are digging up are from like the early yeah, to mid 2000s or like when twitter was just like huge probably and everyone was trying yeah. to be a fucking comedian yeah and like like you and her said it's all about the shock value yeah because they want to like read it and then comment on it and then have a heated fucking debate about it yeah that's what tw- twitter is for debating and arguments but it's the worst place to have an argument mm-hmm. with anyone because you only have 240 characters to try and get your point so across. why is that a thing now like because, that's literally like what it's for because now. twitter doesn't want to become like facebook because mm-hmm. joe rogan talked about this he's like if you go to facebook you got long sh- like long ass posts and then long fucking comments and it becomes something that you could spend an entire day reading and that's what twitter doesn't want to be but you can still g- get caught yeah. into a wormhole of reading everyone's comments I'm very particular about what I comment back on. Most of them are sports related where you're debating anyways, you know, yeah. every, it's opinion based. I don't really debate online anymore. It's pointless. It's no. really pointless. I do it to get my point across and I like I, I like kinda... to follow things, so I'll comment following <laughs> just to follow shit. I like but, commenting on like yeah. radio personalities or like celebrity like or like Sports figures on Twitter, yeah. Yeah. To see if they retweet me. Because then if they retweet it, they knew they saw what I said That's and thought That's a good was... point about Twitter, too, is that so many celebrities and all of these, like, public figures actually are responsible for their own Twitter accounts and are, not, like communicating with just normal people. Like, you see that all the time on Twitter, and that's the cool part. Like, I didn't know that that was the real person, like, or, all the time. Or you have Instagram. It is. Or you have Instagram, where every time Garth Brooks posts something, Tom Segura's <laughs> fans I love. There, like, I love Instagram. Instagram will always be my favorite until it dies, because, again, the visual aspect. You're an artist, so... So I look at pictures. I love pictures. This is why I, I'm going to trade in my phone probably for a better camera because I want, you know, to have a better presence on Instagram and take better quality photos. So, All right. well, before yeah. we get too far off of what your NG's interview is about, why don't we just uh, so the interview that you guys will be hearing is between Lexi and one of her friends and coworkers, Nadina Granville, a.k.a. G. Um, I loved her, like, reasoning behind changing, like, going by G. Yeah. Like, so, uh, enjoy the interview, and we'll be right back. All right. Welcome to Everything is Temporary podcast. I'm Lexi, here with G. Uh, hopefully you guys can hear this while we're recording at work instead of working. Psych. Uh, but no, we're not working for once. <laughs> uh, we get to talk about shit other than work. It's great. Yeah, I'm excited. We never get to do that. Um, but yeah, you have like, what do you like to go by first off? <laughs> I know, it really You depends. have so many titles I and names. I have so many aliases and so many. So my name is Nadina, but I like to go by G. It wasn't until my freshman year of college. I was going to ask where that came from. I just really, Nadina was associated with my music background since mm. I, when I was six, that's when I started playing piano. Then I picked up bass and guitar. So if you search Nadina Granville, like you'll see all my music stuff. And I, on I YouTube? Nice. Yeah. I might creep on it. <laughs> so, like, going into <laughs> art school, I was like, I don't want to be associated with my music background. I'm going to create a new name. And G just always resonated with me, and that's what my family usually called me, too. 
And so I was like, everyone, like, stop calling me Nadina. Yeah. MG. And so then once I started be- making films, that's when I started going to All Natural G, just because a lot of the things I was doing was very authentic and very natural for me to just mm-hmm. even have and produce. And so... Do you use that as, like, your personal Instagram, too? Or... Do you- You're, like, all over Instagram. I guess you don't have... Yeah. I realized that last <laughs> night. It was really funny because last night, literally, I was like, I should make my what profile I, yeah. private for like yeah. a week. And it won't even let me. Really? <laughs> no, because I'm a business profile. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you have to switch back to a personal. And like, it yeah. just had, I had this like mini crisis. Like, whoa, like, yeah. I can't even be private anymore on Instagram. Damn. <laughs> no going back. Yeah. Which, it's a good thing and a bad thing, but. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So tell me about, like, how you started gaining visuals. How did you go about that? So originally it was called G Productions, which was just, I just still hate that name to this day. But (laughs) It's a little generic. Yeah, I knew from All Natural G when I started making YouTube videos about natural hair and travel blogs and all these different topics that... I became very, 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 very interested in film editing, mm. and a lot of people kept on asking me through my DMs, through Instagram, like, "Of course, how do you do this? How do you do that? Can you do this for me?" Exactly. <laughs> and so I was like, "This is definitely a business. People need to pay me for this." Yeah. And productions formed, and I took a little hiatus for like a couple months, and then I started working with a few different organizations in Milwaukee, uh, and they wanted me to do series of their YouTubes and just trailers and all these different things so I knew I had to go back to G Productions. Is that through school too? Because I know, isn't that what you major in too? Yeah, I am a film major but all of the contacts in which I have created wasn't through school. Yeah. I I have a very strong background in Milwaukee just because my mom was an event planner too. Yeah, So that's huge. When I was six, people knew me and now they see me and they're like, oh, (laughs) you do this now and so That's pretty cool. It's a nice calling, but it was never through school, which always I'm always thankful for that because networking can be very difficult, and sometimes you do need a middleman. But you got to know how to do it on your own, exactly for sure. Exactly. You're not always gonna have school and all of the outlets at school and teachers and all mm-hmm. that. So, but yeah, it was it was pretty. It was just there was a demand, and yeah, especially with social media just being what it is now. Like, would you say that's what you focus more on now, too? I think so. Just because whenever people meet me, they're like, oh, like, she's really cool. Let me follow you on Instagram. And then the Mm -hmm. minute they look at my Instagram, they're like, she knows what she's doing. Mm -hmm. I can tell that she's engaging. I know the voice. Like, and they're like, I need to figure out how to do this. And so it's really hard for me not to be connected to that. Just because once you go on my platform, you're like, well, that's what the majority of people use videos and photos for now is to have a presence on social media and the internet and use it to like showcase who they are and stuff. So you have to know how to like present that on there. (laughs) You can't just like put shit on there. Like (laughs) I've realized that you taught me so much just since you've been back at Splash, like, remember when I didn't even know how to post multiple Instagram photos? <laughs> yeah, Instagram didn't even allow you to do that for a long time. Yeah, Instagram has changed a lot in, like, the past it's year. It's constantly updating, and that's one I of the like reasons it, though. why I love yeah. that platform. I like it, too. 
Like you, you showed me how to add to my story. I didn't even know how to do that. <laughs> That's crazy. It's and I'm still so not. YouTube videos. I literally spend. At I least guess yeah. Whenever I want to learn how to do something, mm-hmm. I literally look it up on YouTube because I'm a visual learner. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure you are too. Like you have to physically see how something is done. Like I can't just hear step by step instructions. Exactly. Exactly. So like all the stuff that people usually ask me for. I'm sure if I made a YouTube channel with all the different you hacks should. and it's just the same I could thing, see just you. recycled. I just make it really condensed because sometimes, like one of like how to make a business profile is one of my biggest questions that I get. Yeah. And you can watch a 12 minute video, but I could probably explain that in two minutes. And so right. I'm contemplating on it, but I don't know. It's it's something about consistency that is lacking in my life currently that makes it really hard for me to. Seems like you have a lot of projects. Constantly. So, like, you're still developing, though. Like, you just turned 21. Like, that's Mm -hmm. super impressive. I didn't have my first business until, what, like, I was, like, 20, I guess. No, not 20. What am I talking? Just recently. Um, I guess I was, like, 20. Oh, God, how old am I? (laughs) Holy shit. Doesn't matter. You still created one. (laughs) I know. And, like, I'm on to, like, the next big thing, like, podcasting. But, yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, So, where did you, did you learn all of your social media hacks through school? Like, or just YouTube? All of of the marketing things I've ever done was self-taught. And it's, it's one of those things where, like. Because, like, yeah, where do you go to even learn that shit? I have probably. Besides looking it up. Um. I've read, okay, so when I moved to California in January, I, because I'm, I'm just a book nerd, I checked out at least, like, 10 different books mm-hmm. about marketing, like, basic ones, like, stuff from early 2000s, They're probably, like, really outdated. Yeah, and it's great because <laughs> Before social it's still media. the same stuff, yeah. just on a different, like, the marketing they were talking about then is more about, like, posters and still images around town, yeah. but that still is the same just through a, yeah. a digital that's platform. what I learned for, from dog training and mm-hmm. learning about how to open that business it was super outdated and so I'm like I didn't even do any physical promotions mm-hmm. much like it was just all online exactly so like I just I started with books and then I went to online and then I just started putting myself out there for other businesses like hey like I've been testing this on my own personal one I research I'm constantly saving people's profiles and that's creepy like looking (laughs) at what they're doing and how they're engaging and so that's why I do more polls now in my Instagram story Hmm. that's why I write Mm -hmm. stories like full out depth stories instead of one sentence captions underneath Mm -hmm. my photos you taught me that too how to layer stories I got that shit from you once I figured out how you did that, I was like, oh my god, this is fun. <laughs> but I can't keep up with it. Like, I don't know how, like, people post, every, like, something every day. Exactly. Like, I can't, I can't do it. It's, like, draining just staring at my phone that long. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. That's why, like, I recently got into batch shooting, which is just taking one day to produce 30 days worth of content. Mm-hmm. But even then, that can still be exhausting because that's a whole day's worth but you can spend that one day. Is that that app where it's all timed and everything? Yeah. 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 Tellwind and a... Suite are two great apps in which you can Businesses know. should definitely use that. Mm-hmm. Just because it keeps you, like, one of the main things about social media, which I'm thankful 
that I've had my consistency, man. My uh, Instagram profile for I don't know, maybe seven years. Mm-hmm. So I've grown that following, and people have been on that f- since I was like fourteen. Jeez. <laughs> and so like I don't have to be as consistent because they know my consistency is yeah. usually like every two weeks or so, and so I don't really have to keep it so mm-hmm. regular. You're fan base and your following will know what your ebb and flow is but once you're trying to build that and like grow a brand more i think posting every day should be you think people should post definitely just because especially with the instagram algorithm right now is they boost the stuff that Mm -hmm. is constantly being shown so if you only post like once a week they're not gonna boost your stuff yeah people only go there once a week (laughs) they want to show something that like yeah. And that's where you have seven days to produce different content and figure out like what your audience likes the most. So mm-hmm. if it's going to be an image or maybe uh, a graphic design image or maybe it's a video, you'll figure it out within four, four weeks versus if you post it once a week, you have to figure it out within three months. So mm. it's more like you get... The longer your content response. is too, the more you can like analyze it and see exactly. what works. So I have three Instagram pages, mm-hmm. two, and they're all completely different mm-hmm. right now. And I like it that way. Like my personal one is private. Mm-hmm. I only like let people I know follow me. But I still like to tag like other people and businesses and stuff in my personal one. But mm-hmm. I'll probably always keep it private. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. My artist one is the one that I want to use the most I probably use that the most because I follow so many other local artists and businesses and then the podcast one which is just pretty new and I just want to post dumb shit on on that one but yours is like all public all super professional like (laughs) you know who this is it has the same style like same yeah you can tell it's the same person yeah do you tell me more about like this blue theory because I've been oh, thinking yeah. about it ever since <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, want to know like more color hacks like that as like an artist yeah. online well and I've studied I get it. color psychology for a while now so what Lexi's talking about is that the most liked photo on Instagram are always blue photos yeah. so you have like at least 75% of blue in your photo it's going to be more attractive and that's just because when you see blue it's calming it gives you peace mm-hmm. and you just get natural like relaxation vibes from it and so once I learned that I just started researching like and it goes for marketing too mm-hmm. so if you're ever trying to make a poster you should research the colors. You'll see a lot of blue I've been ever since you said that I've seen a lot of like physical promotional mm-hmm. products like brochures postcards like I've just been seeing it more and I'm like holy shit do they know this or like definitely am I just noticing it more? <laughs> no, they definitely I don't know. know just because like for example whenever there's a sale within a brand what color do you see you see red which means urgent which means passion which means fire. i use red and blue in mine and for so sure. it's, it gives you a heightened sense and that's what we we've associated with it so far and so i know for me i i have done a lot of research on what i want mine to be and so i've done tan i've done green and i've done a lot of like neutral tones like black and white yeah and i did green mostly just because that's more of like energy green is my favorite color and that's why i i would probably choose that over using blue if Mm -hmm. i could 
because I do like the like feeling it gives me. It's it's very energizing. Exactly. Blue is like the opposite. It's like chill, but yeah. that's why I like green. But I'm gonna start using more green photos. We'll see for sure. But Pinterest has a lot of different there's because it can mean a lot of things. So like even though I'm choosing green, that also means envy and that also means money. And so like depending on what the message I'm trying but to I think share of like day. passion because mm-hmm. passion drives that as well. So whenever I see green, I'm like. That's like a passionate color for some reason, whether it's money or like. <laughs> yeah, but I think people should whatever. definitely pay more attention to that when they're constructing a, a well crafted Instagram photo is a whole different conversation. Yeah, you should like always. You, I think you taught me this too. Is like I hardly looked at my whole page at once, like mm-hmm. my whole like feed and everything oh, all at once. Feed, yeah. yeah, and that helps. Like I started like archiving shit that I don't want on there and like yeah. just organizing for sure. But I never realized how important social media is. So important. Until we needed it at Splash Studio and we needed someone completely dedicated to just that because yeah. like that's how people know about events and stuff now. Mm-hmm. And like it's super important for any business especially it's, it's small like the businesses news now it's it really it's something is. that can't be underrated because that's how a lot of people are getting their information nowadays people aren't watching uh, speaking news. of do you have twitter i do but i try to twitter at all <laughs> i am currently twitter not on is it. fucking controversial right now yeah i don't how do you feel about all this call out culture from twitter I don't subscribe to that just because, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't really like Twitter as much, just because I'm very conscious about what I put into my body, meaning what I consume. Writing too, and so it's really, it's really hard for me to be on Twitter because yeah. I have no control over what someone, and like, I can control who I'm following, but you Twitter suck. is such an open platform that even someone who's completely positive could one day just switch up and it's like okay and i i can't yeah. feel okay with that yeah so for my that's how it's been lately and i was trying to explain this to nick because mm-hmm. nick uses twitter just for like podcasts and sports stuff which is fine but i was trying to explain to him like i love instagram art obviously i'm a visual artist but like i can't ex- i have twitter you have to like write exactly what you want to say in these like 150 <laughs> characters and like it could be taken so completely wrong yeah, tonality is such and a it's thing. stressful to me <laughs> and like I just don't want to do it and now all of these people are pulling up all these like 10 year old tweets of these celebrities and calling them out on yeah. shit that doesn't even matter anymore and I think it's, it's like, more of like Twitter is a great platform for shock value. I think it's yeah. great for comedians. I think it's for people who That's what really for. enjoy the drama. I'm glad you said that because it's always it's been the comedians that have been mm-hmm. targeted lately for all of these like homophobic or racist yep. tweets. Yeah. And it's like, first of all, they're comedians. They're supposed to be offensive. And you don't know that they're joking because it's in a fucking tweet. You don't know their tone yeah. that they're using, if they're joking or not. So, like, it's just... It's just been ridiculous with Twitter lately, especially with Donald Trump fucking using it. He should not be allowed to use but his own Twitter. But that shows the power of social exactly. media, too. Because before he was even elected... They would never was, let a president that was do that promotion. shit. Yeah. That's how like, he drove traffic, and that just shows like an individual or a business can use this platform, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, That's to, true. to get more engagement, to show... like who you are and what you stand for and even like that's why I can't 
be on Twitter. It's once again that shock value of bad, bad press yeah. is still good press because people. That's why know. it works for comedians mm-hmm. and like actors and stuff, I suppose, and a lot of sports people like retweet like articles. Like that's fine. That's probably all I would do is just retweet. <laughs> yeah. Just so I'm not the responsible one originally tweeting it. <laughs> right. I would just retweet shit. But I, not have, be the one I that did use it. it when I was making my YouTube channel. Like, yeah. When I was doing my YouTube videos, I would share it. And I got a lot of... I like Twitter for media engagement with public figures. So anytime yeah, because I, I see would, that. Yeah, anytime I would tag someone, I would uh, yeah. immediately get a response from that's someone. That's cool. And I think that's really dope. And Do it's you, a great platform for collaboration. Yeah, maybe, like... I always thought that, like, is this the real person, like, mm-hmm. talking back? Because mm-hmm. you see that a lot, like famous people really interacting with like regular people on Twitter. Yeah. It's like is it really them handling their Twitter? I don't know. But or do they have a G just hanging out <laughs> and organizing everything? <laughs> like just really good at knowing how to like share that voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 that question comes <laughs> up a lot cuz I just went through um a very uh, Instagram verification process, mm. like to ensure that no one else can be me, because there's been a lot of catfishes. Oh man! So like, I, I just got that. I just got a message from a catfish on Instagram, and I think it was on my personal profile. And I'm like, they have zero followers, zero yep. posts, like model picture, and I'm mm-hmm. like, who the fuck is this girl? <laughs> and what is she trying to sell me? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think it's really fun though. I think everyone should do it. I don't think it's like something that's out of reach. If you have a phone, yeah, in a couple of hours, I think everyone. If can my do mom it. can do it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not necessary. I, I want to say like, I mean, it's necessary if you own a business and mm-hmm. want like a successful business and following these days. Yes, yeah. but personally, like, it's not. You don't have to be that like involved to have a personal life. Mm-mm. But I think it's also a really awesome way to subtly make a stream of income too because mm-hmm. even though like my instagram i want to know how to do that one, shit i want to learn how to like partnering with businesses yeah it's just the same thing that i mentioned before building that consistency but i need a following and, so everything i've looked at you need like thousands of followers and i'm like no nah, i'm not there yet if you dedicate <laughs> i'm telling you this and i'm like Pinterest i'm gonna is, yeah i'm gonna have to talk to you about but that if you dedicate three months to consistent posts mm-hmm. and figuring out who your audience like actually going through your followers and seeing what they're posting mm-hmm. every now and then i'll get so frustrated because i like there's this one kid oh, and i finally got him to like my photos and it's such like so satisfying. Like you target a person as like a challenge. Yeah, every post that I do, I try to target at least three people that I know watch my story constantly, Mm -hmm. but never like I'm one of those three. And I'm just like, (laughs) how can I get them to like this? And so I look at their page, see what they're posting, see what they're liking, see who they're following, I do some research, and then I'm like, all right, they like art, they like dance videos, and they like this, and then I'll do a post like that, and now they're cooked anyone out there that's like trying to creep on someone (laughs) hire G true or like if you wanna I feel like you'd be good at catching catfish yeah but like that's only because I've watched every episode of catfish yeah I fucking love catfish (laughs) (laughs) it's so relevant now Mm -hmm. dude I met Nick through social media so it does fucking work it's relevant you meet people through it exactly (laughs) um what else do I have for you 
So I'll just, yeah, I'm gonna throw this out there. Maybe someday it'll happen, but what I, if I ever did some kind of like sponsorship through Instagram or mm -hmm. something like that, I definitely want to do something vegan food. Okay. And then like maybe like workout apparel or mm -hmm. something like that'd be fucking awesome but i don't know how to model for shit mm. like, <laughs> one day one. i need to take one day we should do like a video oh a fun dude. little snapchat video of you teaching me how to selfie yes i think that i've fun. done selfie courses yeah i need I've, a selfie course i've done like glow up like glow i can't up i can't take pictures and selfie courses like one for real life and one for like yeah. Instagram. It's pretty effective. I'll definitely need a few drinks, but <laughs> and a filter. Like it has to be on Snapchat. I'm, I'm telling you, by the time that we get done, give me like a couple drinks and surprised. like two and Snapchat it's, filters. It's also about your photographer too. One of the main things I yeah. always bring up to anyone who wants to take a photo of me, I'm like, you have to be in love with me, and I have to show within your photos. My best friend. He loves, like, yeah. at this point, we're, like, four years now. He loves taking, like, I don't even have to tell him. Mm -hmm. He's just, like, stop, turn, tilt your head. Here's the light. <laughs> Take it. And I don't have to See, do you, it. See, you try to tell me that shit, and it's going to go all <laughs> bad. I'm going to do the complete opposite. But it's only opposite. because we've built so much trust. But, yeah, you like, have that relationship. So exactly. So you got to build that with photographers. Having someone that's close to you, and even though, like, my mom, like, she kind of is almost there, yeah. almost there. She still hates the process. <laughs> and you can tell when they take the photo, too. And so it's just about that's loving mean. that process and being, like, I'm fully embracing it. And that takes out half of the concern about modeling and posing. Yeah. I'd much rather be the photographer. And that's okay. That's why I do, I, like, I, I can't stand taking photos but like I know I have that eye and so that's mm -hmm. why I'm constantly working with businesses because it's like I'm very good at coming up with like creative concepts for like photo shoots mm -hmm. and stuff like that but like so you're a producer not a mm. model <laughs> but I just want to be able to take fucking decent photos like have like one or two poses that I can do yep. like full body poses that I just do like all the time <laughs> you're gonna see it in every picture I'm down but like yeah, sometimes we'll do that. Um, I got another random question for you. Okay. This is just something I wanted to know. But I know you're big on, like, self-care and, yeah. like, yes, self-love and all that. What's your, like, favorite thing to do to indulge yourself? I've been asked this, like, really? four times this week. Because I know you strange. can think of, like, ten. I can. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the most recent addition has been bubble baths. Mm. It's something that we don't really think about that much, but I dude, I think about it all the time. And my <laughs> bathtub fucking sucks, oh, dude. so I'm so sad that like that next place I move in, mm -hmm. that's like if it has a nice bath, cool. Like, but I do like a tea tree oil face mask. I play my instrumental music. Mm. I journal. And then once I'm done journaling, I just hop in a bath and I have all my bubbles everywhere with me. And I have like either a bath bomb or like just a little generic pour in one. But yeah, just being able to take 30 minutes and sit in silence is almost that's meditation. Exactly. That's like what you do when you take a bath. And that's why I like it. But then also like and people don't think about it as self-care, but eating has been one of the main that, things for me like yeah. actually sitting down and having like a mindful minute to feel like this is 
rice on my tongue and I'm mm-hmm. I really love how this tastes versus just, just to like really eating. appreciate what exactly. you're putting into your body and you're probably one of the few people who probably like understand where I'm coming from with that like where I try to be like really mindful of what I put in my body mm-hmm. all the time and like that's not even just being a vegan but just like anything that I use like I hate taking medicine like I hate any of that shit (laughs) I haven't been drinking like which is really fucking weird for me working at a bar (laughs) if you know me well like you'd be like what the hell you haven't drank like I haven't had wine in days (laughs) I might have a glass today but we'll see (laughs) but it's I felt good like it feels good like not drinking and poisoning my body and like I can actually run a mile without fucking dying (laughs) I yeah. was so sweaty last <laughs> I tried to run after drinking. Why? Oh, dude. Like, the next day. Because I was like, oh, I'll be fine. Like, I had Got a good you. night's sleep. Did I sweat so much? <laughs> I was dying. So take care of yourself. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think there's no real answer to what self-care can be. For some people, self-care can be it can talking be anything, on the phone, yeah. brushing your hair. Yeah walking outside 10 minutes before you actually need to so you don't have to rush like there's so many different forms of it and I think it's just more like what brings you joy and gives you peace that is the best type of self-care yeah and that you exude that like on your profiles like you can tell you love yourself yeah (laughs) like you're a confident person already but you can tell like it's genuine and you're not trying to put on a front just for social media like that's one of the things that was major for me especially whenever I've gone through some really dark times and one of the things that has really helped me is social media and whenever I've been sad or depressed or lost someone close to me I share that immediately because one of the things I feel social media Instagram platform has done is made it a more of a highlights reel mm-hmm. and we don't actually get to see like oh my car got towed yesterday or right. oh I broke a nail or oh like I'm losing this and I'm like I, I didn't even eat today people don't share that because they don't think that. and that's kind of why I started podcasting because mm-hmm. I don't really talk much about my personal life exactly. or like like this is the me in its rawest form we just talk about what we think what we're doing things that's things that are going on like people don't get to hear that every day so that was the whole point of this podcast too because since i'm so bad at social media (laughs) i'd rather record it (laughs) you're growing pretty fast yeah I i see the growth for sure it's just, what am I without the dogs, you know? What do you mean? You're because lucky. that's all I did with my business. Yeah. So I knew how to promote that, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't know I think it's just more myself, making but... a, a skills list. Like, yeah. why was the dogs important? What did you do? Mm-hmm. How did you engage? What skills I want to, like, show now mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Because I'm sure all the things you did with your dog business can translate to humans. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds weird. But it's very much possible. Oh man, I definitely love dogs more than humans. <laughs> but... <laughs> okay, I'm the same way with bunnies. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap this up. If you want to shout out your Instagram pages, everyone should definitely follow her. She's amazing. She's a genius. Yes. Follow her. All natural G underscore and then gaining visuals. They're all spelled how it sounds. Yeah, I'm glad that I. Got you to can talk find with it you. on our page as well, and. Check out Splash. We're here. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So thanks for listening. Bye. And we are back with Everything is Temporary. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed that interview. It was great. 
Um, yeah, it was my first, inter- yeah, my first interview, I guess. I've interviewed people before, but it's fun. I want to do it more. You guys seemed very comfortable. When yeah, I was she's like one it. of my favorite people. She's smart. That Dude, she's smart. only 21 and like just so experienced. Yeah, that's right. She just turned 21. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted you to talk about this rant you got written down. I don't even know what triggered this. Uh, it was me trying to figure out my debt stuff. Yeah. Like, how come... Maybe they do this now. So, if you're a parent, you got kids in high school, like, middle school, whatever, let us know if we're wrong here. But how come when I was in high school, nobody taught me the importance of, like, credit, like, doing your taxes, Mm -hmm. like, that type of shit. Mm -hmm. Like... How come no one told me that fucking up your credit when you're 18 can affect you when you're 32? Yeah. Because that's what's happening to me. Well, I guess that was what happened. I paid off that debt, but that was only like two or three years ago. Once I realized, hey man, you ain't always going to have money for shit. (laughs) You might need to take out a loan. So, honest, and I'm telling you guys right now, if you fuck your credit up... The only loan you're going to be able to take out is going to have like 36% interest. And if you pay the fucking minimum, you're going to be paying double, triple, even quadruple what you probably spent that money on. And I've already spent, like that was to get the Buick, to get my license back, and to pay off whatever remaining tickets I had. So I had like four grand out. I I don't even have the car anymore. And I'm still paying that loan. Yeah. You know, and it's been four years. I had that Buick for a while. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> cool. Um, I just wish like they just taught you more useful things in general. I don't. I never. I never went to like a normal elementary, middle school, or high school for that matter. I went to like a K through eight, and then straight to art school. So, I don't know what normal schools do. Like I never had home ec, or like really. Yeah, I never had home ec or Did what your is that called? Like a wood, wood shop. Wood shop. We had driver's ed, but it was through a whole other place. My high school had driver's ed. Yeah. That was, the school was, like, provided. They had a, like, car and everything. But you could still take, like, an outside. It was through an outside thing, so I never did that. So even, like, wait, did you go to, like, an arty, like, elementary or middle school? No, it it was just a K through 8. I went to Fairview and Gunsland here in Milwaukee. Both are K through 8s. You're still pretty handy for never having... Like a because I had a fucking mom that did everything and taught me everything. We had and metal shop, and we got to work with yeah, like never mold. Had that. We got to work That's with like cool. molten aluminum. That That's what I made that key. Our sex ed class was basically watching Lifetime movies and like reading from a book, That's which nice. we didn't actually read from. So that was sex ed. That's weird. We watched Lifetime movies about teenagers getting pregnant. I told you about my Spanish <laughs> class, didn't I, in high school? Yeah, she Spanish to, sucked too. She used to just let us watch movies in Spanish with English subtitles. Yeah, like, I would have been way better. It should have been Spanish. the other way around. Let us watch the the English movie and make the subtitles be in Spanish. That would have made so, sense. So, like, you can actually hear it pronounced and everything. Like that was the point. But I'm just gonna read the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> but like how to file your taxes how to build your credit cooking which is probably home ec right you learn uh, how to cook. we didn't cook in home ec 
See, like, we, what like, the fuck did you do? We made neck pillows. Like, who does that? Do you not make me a neck pillow now? I can you make you a neck that? pillow. You gotta get fabric. You cut out two C's. And then you sew most two of it. Two C's of what? Fabric. A C. Like oh, a C shape. And then you sew it. You know how to sew? And then you stuff it. Yeah, I know how to sew. You probably sew better than I do because of how much. Uh, I don't know how to use a sewing machine, like but I know how to, like, I know how to, hand I know how to like, put a patch on something. Or, like, how to vote, too. Like, they teach you all the shit about the government history, but it's all, like, outdated stuff. They don't tell you, like, how it's to do really it It's not really outdated, now. but they're, it's not updated, if yeah. anything. It's, you should still learn about the past, because yeah. if you don't learn about the past, you're doomed to repeat. Like, if you don't learn about history, you're doomed to repeat it. That's what my, I don't know if that's just a cliche thing that history teachers say, <laughs> but shout out Mr. Uh, I don't remember my Parkinson, Mr. Teacher. Parkinson. I used to annoy the fuck out of my high school history teacher. He used to go like this when, if you like cursed in his class, he would go, ah, who said that? <laughs> who was that? And then like, you would ask, like he, every time, ah. <laughs> And he'd put you. He'd make you sing. Oh he put God. you in singing club. What and every God? Friday, everyone that was in singing club had to get up in front of the class like a choir, and he would pick a song. Dude, I would love that shit. Dude, that shit was fucking comedy gold. I had to sing <laughs> "I Am Woman." Hear me roar by myself because I was the only one in singing club. Singing club. I was a vocal major. I in used high to. School. I used to run up to his door if I was like walking the halls because I was skipping class. I'd go up to his door and you know like the grate on like school doors like that little like vent. There's like the window and then the vent. Yeah. I would go in the window or in the vent. I would just go ah, <laughs> and he'd be like Nick, get away from my door. <laughs> Dude, you think I give people? I would shit haunt him with that noise. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's like, oh my god, it was great. I mean, I learned a lot in high school, but I didn't, like, I don't need algebra. I never was going to be that type of person need algebra and geometry. Yeah, and I don't use any of that Trigonometry. Now. I learned, I developed as an artist a lot in my high school. That's about it. I would say the only math beyond the, like, basic addition, subtraction, multiplication, mm-hmm. division would be geometry. Yeah. Because you, like, I know angles, and, like, I know what a 90-degree angle is. I know what an acute yeah, angle is. Yeah, like, I suppose I that, use that for painting. Yeah, you work with measurements and stuff. And, if I really want to get something symmetrical, I guess. But now you got your iPad. Yeah, your iPad well, now we have that, technology that does that shit for me. You don't need a fucking protractor Man. anymore. Or, what was if the, I'm painting, obviously. What was that thing that was shaped like a D? You know I don't what I'm talking know. about the protractor was like the pen. I failed geometry. The pen and the pin, right? It was like you made like a radius. Yeah. I f- barely passed chemistry and geometry. I failed algebra. I had to take it in summer school. And I got an A in summer school though, because I had to take it a second time. I'm glad I never had to go to summer school. <laughs> Good. Oh, I don't know if you ever been in Pulaski High School. Yeah, I have. That fucking school is confusing yeah it is because where i went to high school it was a two floors and it was a square Mm -hmm. and then it had a hallway through the middle pulaski you go through like a door and then it leads you to another fucking whole corridor of shit and then it's got like a round i did go to hamilton milwaukee hamilton not sussex hamilton oh there's two yeah sussex hamilton is the 
preppy like white uh, school for white boys. I never even heard of that one. That's probably why. I went to a school that a bunch of kids from another high school brought a sit took a city bus to our school, broke in, and beat the shit out of a bunch of teachers. That's the type of shit I dealt with. That's <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> like, why'd they beat the shit out of teachers, dude? Damn, those teachers must have like did something. Um We should get into this on another episode because I have a bunch of funny shit from like High school stories. When I almost... Not even high school, dude. I almost got suspended... Or no, expelled in first grade. Yeah, you bragged about that already. Not on the podcast. (laughs) I said the word gang on the playground. And someone snitched on me saying that I was trying to start a gang. (laughs) Or that I knew people in a gang or something. How how old were you? All I asked... Was one of my first grade, however old you are in first grade, like six or seven. I asked this kid, I was like, are you, because he said, I'm in a gang. And I said, are you really in a gang? (laughs) And then it all fucking just, my, my dad had to come in and she, he fucking cussed out my principal over some dumb shit. I'm pretty sure he said some words that he would regret to this day. But I have, I got some stories. Like, we can we can have, let's do, like, an, a special segment of, like, high school, like, school stories. I will never forget when I stabbed this boy with a knife, or a fork, what? What? at lunch, because he called me a cunt and dared me to do it, and was talking shit that I wouldn't do it. And I stabbed his fucking hand, and I still have my suspension slip because it's fucking hilarious. I... That was, like, in 6th, 7th grade. I feel real bad, because... I must have heard it in a movie or something that I probably shouldn't have been watching. <laughs> but it was like fourth or fifth grade and we were at like a dance, like one of the school dances, like the Halloween one. And I remember this girl wanted to dance with me and I called her a, uh, I called her a two-timing slut. <laughs> like, and I didn't even know what the fuck that meant. <laughs> what does two-timing mean? You're like, what is this mean? sleeping with both dudes. No, I'm saying like, like I didn't know, didn't know, I didn't know the what time. the fuck it meant. Like... And, like, I just remember her crying, and then my mom came over, and she fucking, like, yanked me out of the dance, and <laughs> I always had to dance with my best well, friends. Did your mom go to dances with you? They were chef. They, they had to be oh, there. I, dan- I could totally see I that. She does that now. If my friend Manuel ever listens to this, he'll know exactly what I'm talking about. His mom used to make me dance with her. So, like, <laughs> they would announce the slow dance song. Oh, my God. And, FYI, it was always... R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly. Uh, and I had to slow dance with his mom. His mom was hot. <laughs> so I didn't have a problem with it. Manuel, your mom's still hot. Sorry. Like, she aged very well. She still looks... She looks the fucking same, dude. Your mom definitely chaperoned our reception party. Dude. <laughs> and you dance with her. Shout cute. out to my mom. Like, she fucking... Dude, you were done. I was gone. I took dude. over your shit, too. Me and your mom handled that shit. I don't... Who kept letting me... Dude, it was the lack of water. Because every time someone handed me water... You were very irresponsible. That's... You were like, fuck it. I don't need water. I don't need you, food. You got to see, like, what you probably wouldn't have fell in love with. Yeah, that was, I like, definitely wouldn't have. That was me on, like, a night... Like, it, it's okay in small doses. Like, once in a while, like, get fucking right. shitty. That was me on, like, a night-to-night basis. I kept trying to give you water and food, and you were just like, nah. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> This blatant like I was like you're gonna fucking regret this and I'm gonna laugh in your face and give you a puke bucket and that's exactly what happened 
I'm sorry I like bailed on you guys like carrying stuff in the house. <laughs> I remember that. I remember just being like, I'm gonna go lay down on the couch. Yeah. And then I remember my mom going like, Where's Nick? And like he's done. <laughs> um, let's use the last little bit of uh this. You want to talk about kind of what we're looking for as far as a little. Uh, I don't even want to say it's support because we don't want anything. That is true. So. I mentioned Sayward in the beginning of this podcast. Sayward's, he's just a good friend of ours. We already buy shit from him. So we just want to work together and promote each other. It's not, it, that's supporting each other. We don't ask for money or anything. It's just, if you are looking for collectibles or like any street apparel, street apparel like from just supporting your local artists and businesses, check out say word and we want to open it up to other local artists and businesses and start mentioning them and like help each other out we just want more listeners that's all we want and you want more business so it works both ways that's all we're looking for work together yeah so if you're interested like message us on facebook instagram whatever you need to do um, I'll, I'll probably reach out to some people that I know of already, so hopefully we get that going. And we mentioned more of it. The next, I do have a next interview with, I won't be interviewing uh, Say Word until the next Mighty Con, which is in February, but that one will be a live Mighty Con interview, so definitely check that out when that time comes. We'll be promoting that closer to. Oh, yeah. But we will have more interviews in between those. I definitely want to get back with the what are you doing, guys. Yeah, we're going to get a little... That'll probably be next. Yeah, uh, we can message them and get something sorted out. After the holidays. Yeah, we'll get get through the holidays. I hope you guys all have... If you celebrate Hanukkah... Merry Christmas. Just happy holidays, Happy holidays. I'm not a fan of that, but whatever. I love uh, saying happy holidays. Whatever. It's 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 uh, politically correct. Yeah. Dude, you want to hear some lame shit uh, real quick? <laughs> Speaking of happy holidays, my elementary school for like our, you know, like the winter concerts and stuff where like the kids all sing songs, like whatever. You didn't even go to real like elementary school. I don't even know if you remember we that We saw shit. concerts You did do that shit? Yeah. So they changed, instead of we wish you a Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. they made us change it. To, we wish you a happy holidays. At the Christmas. Nice. It was a Christmas concert. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, whatever. Christmas but is fun. Have a Just... good holiday. Have a great time with your families. Be safe. Please don't drink and drive. If you're my friend and you listen to this shit, let me find out you got a DUI and I'm going to fucking smash your car window. <laughs> <laughs>